you're listening to the Red Diamond Courier, an Elder Scrolls podcast. Here are your hosts, Bob Chichinsky and Dog Bark 24. Welcome everyone to episode 76 of the Red Diamond Courier. I am here with you as always, your host Bob Chichinsky with my good, good friend Dogbark24. How's it going, my dude? It's uh, going pretty good. How are you? I'm doing good. Thank you for asking and thank you for being here. And thank you to everyone else for coming and stopping by and giving us a listen this week. We're excited to be hanging out with you and to follow up our last Gold Coast episode this week, we're going to be covering the Dark Brotherhood and their, uh, well, you know, kind of their a bit, you know, mainly the skill line and, you know, everything that encompasses that. Uh, You know, we're going to not do any spoilers for the story, even though it's years and years old. Uh, it's a, just too great of a story in this game, so you definitely want to make sure that you don't get that spoiled. But you should do it, and this episode's going to tell you why. So, <laughs> man, my rambling, stop now, and dog, let's talk about the news. What's going on in ESO, my dude? All right, well, uh, today there was a console incremental patch that uh, fixed the named item drops so that we now get the name drop as a bonus with the uh, with a curated drop or a non-curated drop if you already have everything, which is you know now on par with PC. And pretty much what this means is that for the entire month of December, all of ESO's new systems will be in a pretty stable condition for writing into 2022, which is good. That's going to be a positive thing. For them to go into 2022 on yeah that's really awesome man i know it's something you've been looking forward to yes it has and then along with that there's also the uh, december crown store showcase that came out uh only like 75 percent uh, as dates because the new life festival is coming out soon uh we don't really know when the dates are because you know, it's still, it's the first of the month, and it probably won't be until, like, the 20th, so you won't really know anything about it for probably another week or two, so. Yeah, but hopefully soon, because, you know, sooner the better. Yeah, sooner the better would be indeed. Is that, uh, that was, that's it, that's it for the new song, just the crown store? Yeah. But I don't was there like... was there anything uh in there that you're excited for dog? Um not that I can remember. Yeah, I mean they do have all the awesome, you know, general holiday stuff they bring back. I think I the would... astronaut crates are coming back. Which ones? The frost astronaut ones. Those ones are there right now. Oh, they are here right now? Yeah, they might be gone or very soon well maybe okay then the frost action pets are coming out or coming back I think. okay okay Eight there you go well that's pretty cool so i mean things like that if you haven't didn't finish your collection the first time you know 
maybe get her into this second time. I personally have fallen in love with the horse with the jingle bells on it and like the Christmas wreath. I know I'm a goon, but um, I'm gonna be probably getting that on PC this year, so that's how it's gonna go. Isn't there a review or, or anything for you to read off this week? Or yes, dog, you're very correct. There is a review. We did do it last week at the end of the show, but I wanted to give them a better shout out right in the middle because we really appreciate it, and that's when we like to do the reviews when we actually remember, which for some reason we suck at. But anyways, so uh, thank you so much to Mateo Dazul for the five-star review. It says, great podcast. Thank you guys for the great banter and knowledge about ESO. I know my game play has improved, and it's all thanks to you too. That's just like, man, dude. Gives me the chills reading it, like, because someone actually is like got better because of the things we said, you know. Yeah, it's a uh, pretty amazing that we can help people out, especially with you know the set stuff. I know some people have said you know, yeah, giving her like thoughts on the sets really helped them out too. Yeah, and that's something that you know we love talking about too, because theory crafting has always just been like something we love doing even though it gets harder and harder sometimes it feels with the so the meta <laughs> is just harder to stray from but you know it is what it is they have so many sets in the game that you know it's good reason to explore yep yes indeed all right so that is gonna do it for the news section today and we're gonna hop right over to the serial side of things fair forewarning uh, Deadlands came out, you know, pretty recently, alright. Not that long ago, console fam. You know what I'm talking about. And I did not update my PS4 to get that, so, yeah. My apologies, but, uh, we'll be right back at it with the next episode. We'll make sure we have everyone's good old score. For now, we're got pc and xbox for you mainly uh thanks to get all dogged over there so we're gonna start with pc and a looking at ep in first place with 54.2k you got 80 in second place with 52.8k so it's pretty close there and unfortunately dc Way back in last, 52.7. Well, I guess now way back, we could easily catch second place. I hope that uh, some amounts say uh, come back there. Then for the EU side of things, we've got AD in first with 54.5, DC in second with 43.5, and EP in third this time from first to worst with 43.1k and that you're looking at 14 days remaining so dogged how are things on xbox looking well uh for xbox uh the campaigns have just reset for xbox na ad won the last campaign 
But uh, for this campaign, there's 29 days left. AD is in first with 3,400. EP is in second with 2,600. And DC is in last with 2,400. And then for Xbox EU, I don't know who won. Um, but I don't know who won last month. But uh, for this month, we have uh, EP in first with 4,500. DC in second with 2,600. And AD in last with 2,200. So it's a big uh well, on EU has a pretty big uh score right now. But yeah, people can catch up. Yeah, kind of. That is definitely a uh, quite the lead they've established there. So that is uh, about it. Once again, I'm sorry, PlayStation friends. We'll definitely have it next time for sure. That much I can guarantee you. So without further ado, let's get right into the meat of our episode. Uh, We've got the Dark Brotherhood introduction written by Dog. Yeah, the uh, Dark Brotherhood DLC is uh, one of the things that we kind of always recommend people do whenever ESL Plus is uh, on its free trial. Uh, the path, the passes for it alone is amazing. Um, this is something I normally have to do for like each character. I just start up the initial quest because having the Blade of Woe ability to sneakily kill people is just too amazing to pass up. And then as far as far as like the Dark Brotherhood goes, I like the Dark Brotherhood storyline in Skyrim, and. The uh, Dark Brotherhood storyline in ESO is easily one of my favorites that uh, ESO has to offer. So definitely a good uh, DLC to play with the with uh, the free ESO Plus trial. Yeah, the Dark Brotherhood storyline, man, it's it's a really good one, and. It sucks because it's like you can really not say anything about it, it feels like, without spoiling something. So I will just stay away from it. But I really do love a lot of the characters. You get like really close to a lot of them. And uh, I don't know. Just uh, to get very well put together story. And uh, it goes to show that even early on, in the ESO DLCs, they were doing good stories, you know, so that potential, it's still there. Yeah. Um, there's definitely a few characters that I would like to see again, but, you know, only if it makes sense for them to be there. Uh, we did see Elam Jowls uh, in Blackwood, and they did a good job of making him connect to the story in a way that kind of makes sense. So... Yeah, I hope that, you know, they can figure out a way to, like, add some other characters to the Witch Stitch isn't like, you know, oh, these two people are here, and they have no idea why. Because then, I don't know, that kind of, like, takes away from, like, how amazing of a character they are. They are in uh, Dark Brotherhood, so. So, there are a... uh good handful of achievements we've got for the Dark Brotherhood skill line, of course. 
So we're going to go over them here for you. The first of which being Litany of Blood, which reads, Slay all 15 targets and collect your reward from the Night Mother statue. So the uh, Litany of Blood, it's going to give the Executioner title and the Cadaverous Assassin Polymorph. So those are uh, both some really cool things. The Assassin Polymorph, uh, that looks, you know, it looks good. And the Executioner title is very cool. All right, uh, next up we have the 100th Cut. This will have you kill 100 innocents with the uh, Blade of Woe. So, you know, you're part of the Dark Brotherhood, so killing innocent people should, you know, it's kind of part of the whole deal, right? There's also the uh, Kavach and Anvil murder spree, and that's pretty much just kill 20 people in each city. I don't know if it has to be with the Blade of Woe or not, but yeah, just kill 20 people in each city, so. All right, and then we also have the uh, Flawless Sacrament. Uh, this is a complete 15 sacraments. Uh, you have to do the Perfect Sacrament, which is complete five sacraments at the highest reward possible. You have the Hidden Sacrament, which is complete a sacrament without being detected. And then you have the Blackest Sacrament, which is kill the entire list of people. There's like an entire list. It's huge. And the best way to do that is to uh, complete each sacrament pretty much every day for like two weeks. That way that you don't miss some uh, random person. Which I think for me, for for my main character, uh, my main character, I was missing Tabeba, which was obnoxious, and it took me like six or seven days before I got Tabeba to kill. And then uh, completing the flawless sacrament, completing all the all those listed things will give you the box of forbidden relics memento. The uh, next achievement is the silencer, and this is complete the Dark Brotherhood storyline, and this will give you the silencer title. So the Dark Brotherhood has a, has a few of good titles. This is one of them. So uh, lastly, you have the Dark Brotherhood skill master. And for this, you have to get to the max rank, which is rank 12. And this will give you the assassin title. So kind of like I said before, uh, there's some decent titles that you can get from this, like the assassin or silencer. Those are a few that I run on uh, kind of like my Nightblade. Yeah, they're like, there are a lot of good titles, I think, too, from the Dark Brotherhood skill line. I mean, it's just like it has the, you know, that like killer, like mysterious theme. It's just, you know, badass for lack of a better word. Yeah. And then a couple like miscellaneous things is that uh, Miri does not like going into the Dark Brotherhood sanctuary. She kind of freaks out. And if Miri freaks out, then that means Bastion will probably cry because, well, Bastion's kind of a crybaby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> of course they wouldn't like going there. Like, not surprised. Yeah, that's uh, pretty much everything we have for Before the Break.
Those companions, man, they just, they don't like murder, dog. It's just that you guys weren't meant for each other. Yeah, they kind of, uh, I don't know, goody-goody two-shoes, but Murray's a bit uh, weird because she's like, I'm okay with you stealing stuff, but murder is not not allowed. Hey, man, she has a line, okay? And she's not going to cross it. She'll watch you cross it, but she'll judge you. Yeah, you know, those don't make for good friends. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so as always, we want to take this little middle portion of the episode to remind you we are part of the one and only oh so wildly popular Robots Radio Podcast Network. And if you've not checked us out, there you should, because you'll find a bunch of other shows that you might fall in love with. At robotsradio.net. Hey there, my name is Jameson, or Big Cat. And I am Brenna, or Mother Goose. And together, we are the hosts of The DL, Weekly Gaming News. Each week, we bring you the top stories from last week, as well as something you might have missed. Our goal is to start a conversation about what's going on in the world of gaming. And every week, we have a special guest join us in the chat room, where we discuss a different gamer-related topic and learn more about our guests in the 60-second download. And if that isn't enough, we also have Slim Jims. So come and hang out with us every week and join in on the conversation. Good luck and have fun, everybody. And remember, keep your goose loose. All right, Doc, so let's talk a little bit more about the Dark Brotherhood why don't you tell me, man, what do you get from joining the Dark Brotherhood right off the bat? All right. Well, uh, you get access to some pretty amazing passes, but, you know, you have to do a whole bunch of stuff to get them. Like doing the storyline. Yeah. Storyline and a lot of dailies. <laughs> well, it's not so much dailies, but as repeatables. But yeah, you do a lot of repeatables. Okay, fair enough. But uh, there are 11 story quests for like the entirety of the Dark Brotherhood. And I think you do like, the first four or five, uh, like, you know, you know, like back to back to back before you actually have to start doing, uh, like, kill people and all that. The dailies are repeatables. You do a few, but yeah, it gets to the point where you have to. Like, level up in the skill line to unlock the next quest? Yes. So, uh, Bob, are you wondering how you progress the uh, quest line? Well, considering that we were just discussing <laughs> that possibility, yeah, let's talk about it. Alright, well, you need to earn reputation for leveling the Dark Brotherhood skill line, which is, like, pretty much every other guild that they'd have. You have to earn reputation for the guild. And that's how you get your levels. Then complete the entire storyline, you need to get up to rank 8, which is at a 315, 315 reputation. Uh, rank 12, which is the max rank, is 515 reputation. So, yeah, so pretty much, like, you just have, like, a little bit of ways, or I guess it's kind of a lot of it of ways after you do that final quest, but, yeah. Yeah, that's honestly not too bad, though. So, like, some of the other guilds, they max out at rank, like, 20, right? Or is that just, like, Ledgerman? 
that's just legend. Most okay. Most guilds max out at rank ten, except for Dark Brotherhood and Thieves Guilds, which max out at rank twelve. Oh, okay. So it's special. Yeah. See, for me, it's like a very passive-driven skill line, so I don't think I've ever gotten to rank 12, because once I get the things I want, I'm like, okay, I'm done. I know there's something that I wanted at rank 12, but I forgot what it was. I'm going to search it real quick. We'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> I wanted to get to rank 12 for a Paddlemaic Sprint 4, which at that time was like, it makes you run even faster before they changed it to just being major expedition. But yeah, not so much. I think my main one is to get to 11 because that's like your maximum uh, reduced stuff for uh, one of the things. Oh, okay. Yeah. Definitely helpful. Yeah. Yeah. But as far as like reputation goes, uh, the main story quest would give you 10. Uh, some will give you 20 if you complete all the bonus objectives. The Mark for Death repeatable quest will give you 5 reputation, but the Killing Spree repeatable quest from it will give you 10. So if you can get those, those are good. And then lastly, your Daily Black Sacrament will give you 10 reputation, but you can get to 20 if you complete all the bonus objectives as well. So it's very uh, bonus objective-like. You do the bonus objectives, you progress faster. Yeah, for me, when I farm them, I just do the freaking Mark for Death ones just like crazy over and over. Seems to be the fastest way to me. That's definitely the fastest way, yeah. Especially like, you know, it can be a little expensive because I'm lazy and I just want to fast travel constantly. But there is a way shrine right next to the Dark Brotherhood thing. It doesn't take too long to run out there. And you're traveling mainly to towns, so you could do it without, you know, really paying even for travel. And you can knock them out pretty quick, and you'll hopefully get lucky and get a few of the killing spree ones. So, Dog, we were really just talking about a few of these dailies and repeatables, um, specifically the Mark for Death ones. Um, I know they're, like, probably the best way to go about it. Do they send you to specific zones? Is there only a handful, or can it be any possible zone in the game? So it'll send you to, like... So they have one for each of the base game zone. So, like, the big ones, like, you know, the 5 in DC, 5 AD, 5 EP. And then for the Killing Spree one, you have, like, it's the same thing. You know, the same 15. Plus, you have uh, one for the Gold Coast, so... You have, I think, 31. Yeah, 31. I don't know if you can get all 31, but... I'll tell you, I wish you could get all 31 at once. <laughs> that would be nice. Talk about grinding. Yeah, too bad you can only hold uh, 25 quests, right? Oh, Even wow, them. true. Another, nice just another a... gate. <laughs> yeah, it'd be nice if you have, like, the uh, single one and, like, a killing spree one at the same time. That would be nice, honestly. And... Just so you know, if it is your first time doing any of these, the target that you have to kill has like a hand over their head. Sometimes it's really hard to see and really hard to find the target. For me, it is at least. It's super irritating. But 
if you keep that in mind, they have the hand over their head that you'll see when you get close enough. Keep creeping around the area and you'll find them. Yeah, for some of them, you can also like kind of just like Google it. Like you can like look up like where they kind of like where their walking path is and that'll help too. Yes, that is also true. Classic dogged in his technology. Hey, man, you know, when you get to search for like multiple people, like uh-huh. sometimes you just can't find people because you're in like a city like Marbrook. And I don't know. I, I don't remember what Marbrook looks like, but I think it's very complex. Maybe it's not. I don't know. Well, maybe it's not. All right. And then the uh, last one, this is an actual like daily. This is the Black Sacrament. Uh, you it'll take you to one of three areas, which is you have the sewer tenement, the smuggler's den, and the trader's cove. So there's gonna be like several objectives you can do. The main one will be kill your target, and you can just kill that or leave. And then, kind of like the strategy is to do that last because a lot of times you have like uh, escape within two minutes. So if you have that, then you want to obviously wait. You you want to do all your other bonus objectives first. A couple other one is like you'll have to steal a relic or kill another person. Uh, Another objective might be kill using the Blade of Woe or kill your target with a poison. And you don't actually have to kill them with a poison. You just have to make sure you kill them with the uh, whatever weapon bar you have a poison on. So if it's your front bar with the poison, you can still use the Blade of Woe as long as your front bar has the poison. And you use Blade of Woe with your front bar slotted. I think, Hmm. yeah. That's interesting. Uh And, uh, like, the last objective might be, like, uh, you have to do it without being detected five times, so... Yeah. I'm not going to lie, I suck at those, man. The entirety (laughs) of the whole situation. I suck at the Thieves Guild one uh, where you can't use the Blade of Woe. If you use the Blade of Woe, they detect you. Which doesn't make sense because they're dead. So, but, yeah. That's true. That doesn't really make sense. Because, I mean, I don't know. It's the Thieves Guild, though, man. What are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> I guess they're just angry that you killed that you killed somebody. Or that I killed somebody. All right, hey, man, we just steal. Yeah, we steal stuff. We don't kill stuff. That's for the Dark Brotherhood. We draw the line. <laughs> Weren't we just talking about You're someone like drawing the line earlier? Miri. We were talking about Miri. Uh-huh. <laughs> Miri. <laughs> she draws the line. Maybe she's the skilled master. Oh my god. <laughs> Dude, this is getting deep lore right here. This is conspiracy stuff. She has the gray fox mask on. Alright, man. Now we're starting to sound like tails. We're getting crazy. <laughs> so, the last one we have is the Litany of Blood. So this unlocks when you are able to read the Litany of Blood book... And it's going to unlock a whole new slew of targets for you. 15 different ones. One in each of the alliance zones. Five for each alliance. 
Now, UESP has a list of them, so they make it nice and easy. Go check them out. They do great stuff over there. And, and when you kill each target, a shadow forms on each pedestal in the room with the book. So, there you go. All kinds of mysterious stuff going on. That kind of uh, shows which ones you've completed and which ones you still need to do. I think in my case, it's probably all of them. Probably. I don't know. Maybe you accidentally killed somebody. That is always possible. I am just, you know, <laughs> going crazy. Yeah, you probably pulled up your uh, blast bones, and they got mad. You're like, you're a necromancer attack, and then your blast bones just killed them. One shot. No, it's always just my arcanist that I accidentally <laughs> press on right bumper. It's just like, oh no. Here they come. But maybe your arcanist, you know, slowly kills them over time. He is OP. Alright, dog. So let's talk about the uh, skill line we have here. It's all passive abilities. There's no active ones. And the skill line maxes out at level 12. So the first possible passive you can get is the blade of woe now when you call the weapon of the dark brotherhood to your hand and you call now it reads call the weapon of the dark brotherhood to your hand and deliver a killing blow to an unsuspecting target Experience from this target is reduced by 75%. This ability does not work on players or difficult targets. Yeah, so you can't go, you know, use the Blade of Woe against a uh, veteran trial blast. It does not work. I don't think you can do it on any uh, dungeon NPC either. So the rest of the Blade of Woe is going to read that you use this while sneaking behind a target and activating a synergy. Yeah, and uh, you know, a little bit, a bit of a warning, Miri and Bastion do not like this ability. So, of course they don't. Yeah, cuz it's killing I people. Huh? <laughs> you can't say I accidentally activated the synergy and killed this person while I was sneaking. They, they don't believe you. Even if you try it, they don't believe you. Like, no, you're a liar and a thief. And a murder. I agree with two of the three of those things. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, next up, we have the Scales of Pitiless Justice. This has like four parts. So you can put in four skill points. And then at max rank, you get uh, your bounty and heat resulting from a witness murder or assault or is reduced by 50%. And this is something that's really nice if you, you know, accidentally uh, light attack people. Or accidentally jab people, which sometimes kills people. Especially if uh, I like to I like to press random buttons on my sampler. So a lot of times I'll buff myself up, and then I'll accidentally uh, jab somebody, and then for whatever reason, every hit's like a crit and it kills them, which is obnoxious because like pretty much kills somebody in the center of my Mournhold Trading Center, which is a lot of witnesses, so not the best thing to do. Yeah. 
there's good and bad things to that. I mean, when you win and when you lose, right? Yeah. The uh, next one is uh, Paddlemake Sprint. This one also has four parts. These are the only two that has four parts. And this one reads, uh, it grants major expedition, increasing your movement speed by 30% for 12 seconds after killing an enemy with the Blade of Woe. So that's uh, pretty nice to have uh, when you're doing like the Dark Brotherhood dailies or the quest line. Want to tell us about the uh, next passive, Bob? Yes. So the Shadowy Supplier passive. This one reads, a contact from the Brotherhood provides beneficial items once per day down in the good old sanctuary. And this contact is located in the outlaw refuges in the sanctuary. So you're going to really want to uh, make sure you're doing that on the daily if you have that unlocked. And apparently you can get a lead for Gaze of the Sithis. Oh, Sithis. From Gaze of the Sithis from choosing if you uh, have any equipment today. Yeah, so uh, pretty much the person asks you what you want, and you're like, do you have any equipment today? And that's what you get for the lead. Or, you know, you have a chance of getting it. it took me like 10 days. In order to get the lead. And then I end up not using it. So I probably have to do another 10 days. Going for the lead. And probably wow, forgetting. Man. And doing another 10 days. It should be a whole repeat. <laughs> and cycle. I gotta say that's classic dog right there. Alright. The next one is a spectral assassin. Uh, you have a 15% chance to shroud you. When using the blade of woe. Shooting you from being witnessed. And receiving a bounty. So that one's uh, nice if you, you know, use the Blade of Woe and someone just turns around unexpectedly at the wrong time. You know, maybe you have that 50% chance that it'll actually help you. Maybe not. It never really seems to help me for me, but... But it always seems to help the people I play against. Well, there you go. And the last one we have is Shadow Rider. The aggression radius from hostile monsters is decreased by 50% while mounted. This is the one I was good for. It's like 8 points, I think. Very awesome. Why is it awesome, Bob? It's awesome because you get to just cruise by freaking all the NPCs, man. Like, haven't you ever been on a mount just running around like, ah, oh, man, all these people are chasing me now. If you get this passive, you could almost run right next to them and they just don't even notice you. But, like, don't you like, you know, running throughout Cyrodiil, running across that one wolf who managed to, like, bite your ankle, your horse's ankle, and then you fall off your mount and you have to run on foot for the next 15 minutes? Isn't that fun? I think (laughs) it's fun. (laughs) Isn't that quality gameplay right there? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, Those are the characters I really <laughs> like to get it on. <laughs> this is PvP. <laughs> Alright, my man. So, that was a lot of fun. We hope you guys enjoyed us chatting it up about Dark Brotherhood. Kind of a bit of a shorter episode, but we had a good time talking through it. So, Dog, why don't we wrap it up? 
Uh, where can people find us when we're not over here talking about the good old sneaky dark brotherhood? All right, we can find us on Twitter of the at Red Diamond Cast. You can find us on Facebook of the Red Diamond Courier. And then you can uh, also find us in our PC or Xbox field of Airs the Red Diamond, which you can join using the Robots Radio Discord found on robotsradio.net. And if you check our show notes, you'll find links to all our awesome things like our merch store, sponsors, or eso-hub.com, which is the place to get all your source of information for the game we all love so much. Plus, things like our awesome music producer, Daniel Nisley, who makes all kinds of amazing music and can help you. Um, you know, if you want to be Post Malone, he can help you with that. If you want to, like, make rap music, he can help you with that. If you want to make rock and roll, if you just want beats for your podcast or Twitch, all that kind of stuff, that is a, a very reliable source for you out there and uh i know him personally so there you go plus uh just want to say we shouted out good on mateo earlier if you want to get shouted out on our show leave us a five-star review on any podcatcher that does it apple podcast mainly and most appreciatedly that would be awesome if you leave a five-star review we will shout it out on the show if you leave a two-star review i will blame dogged but not on the show. So that's wow. how so, so I get. <laughs> it's true. Don't don't leave a two star review. Leave a five, or maybe you know a four or a three. There you go. Like, if it's four, five. we'll we'll think about it. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Anything you guys do, we super appreciate it. So, uh, we hope you guys have a great rest of the week. Oh well. I'm cutting you off here, dog. Where can the people find you, my dude? Alright, we can find me on Xbox, Twitter, and ESOPC, all of at DogBark24. For me, it's gonna be uh, Bob underscore Chinsky pretty much everywhere. ESOPC, Twitter, Twitch, and Bob Space Chinsky on Xbox. So, and uh, that's, that's gonna about do it for us, man. So, Thank you once again for stopping by. Thank you to all of our awesome listeners for hanging out with us once again. We hope you enjoyed. And uh, we're trying to do, you know, some big plans for Christmas. At least some decent-sized plans. So it's going to be a good December here. Hopefully we will get, you know, um, more than two episodes out this month. Thank you guys for hanging out with us once again. And we'll catch you on the flip up in Tamriel. Yep, see ya. You've been listening to a Robots Radio podcast. Smart shows for interesting people. Check out all the shows at robotsradio.net. Hey, I'm Tom. And I'm Stuart. And we're from the Dungeons & Dragons Lorecast. We talk about all things connected to D&D lore. And we're on the Robots Radio Network. So if you're into Dungeons & Dragons or you're into lore, then come check us out. You can find us on any podcatcher. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, wherever you get podcasts. Roll more dice. That's the Dungeons & Dragons Lorecast.